What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge is out today. Mr. Birthday Boy is out today. Be out the next few days for his birthday weekend and handling some personal business. Jonas Clark. Producing, Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. Your number is 1 800 707 9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether they're auto, home, life, or renters. All right, just give him a call. His number is 210 641 4000. He can find you the cheapest rate out there because he represents over 40 different carriers. That is Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like usual, it's open phone lines. Anything that we discussed yesterday, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, you can parlay that over to today. And anything that we are discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in on, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you need to reach out to me and follow me via Twitter, it's at SportsGrind. All right. Also, don't forget, you can uh, participate through the show. We stream the show live now. If you go to SportsGrind business page, Facebook page, and if you go to SportsGrindOnline.com, the website, that's where you can find the podcast daily if you miss a particular day of the show. All right. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Jonas? Ready to rock and roll. Ready to go. Mr. Yes, Sam. What's up, fellas? How we doing? Doing all right. All right. Like I said, uh, Mike, the birthday boy's out today for the next few days, and he's got some business stuff that he's got to attend to as well, too, over the next few days, so we'll keep you posted with that. Uh, but we are here with you a few days away from the divisional. I keep saying division round. No, Calvin. This is the conference championship yes, games. I'm stuck on divisional. No, this is conference championship games. We definitely got to start. We're going to break down a lot of that tomorrow. I know we're trying to chase a couple guys' opinions and see if we can get some guys in tomorrow that covers. Who are we Who are we looking at, possibly? Looking out at the uh, the West Coast. Okay. Yeah, we're looking at maybe like uh, Rams, 49ers, got some yeah. killers out there. Okay. So we'll see if that, but if not, we're definitely going to break it down uh, for you. Definitely going to talk about what's on the line for both of them. But really the news today uh, in the NFL is really some of these teams that are starting to pretty much um, take – fold and make some moves and some hires. We've got some coaching hires getting ready to go. Um, also, you got a situation um, that's kind of brewing. First of all, we've got to understand in NFL, Big Ben, we got to get to him. Uh, you know, he called it quits. It's official. You know, everybody knew it was coming. Um, I've said that I think it was maybe about a year late. And I won't, I won't disrespect him that much, too. You could argue, too. But the question I have is Ben getting a pass for his off the field, uh, you know, what do you call them? Discretions. Discretions. There you go. Help me out here. Discretions. Transgressions. Transgressions. That's yeah, the word I was looking go. for. Not discretion. Trans. That's what it was. I want to know if he's getting a pass because keep in mind, man, this is a guy, if I'm not mistaken, I think he fought off two alleged uh, sexual assault slash rape situations. Okay. Uh, I think it was shortly after he won the first Super Bowl. Um, so my thing is you really don't hear that talked about with Ben a lot. And I don't, and Hey man, I know you can sit there and say, man, Calvin, really, you're going to do this on the day. You're going to do this on the day that he retires a guy that's first time ballot. I get it, but it's a fair question. It's part of his legacy. That's what we talk about is everybody's legacy on and off the field. And again, 
I know that's Big Ben, but sometimes even not even just talking about him announcing his retirement, but a lot of times when the national media talks about Ben, you don't even really hear anybody bring that up. So I wanted to kind of discuss that and get into that. Um, also, NBA continues to roll on. Your Spurs last night, who won it with Ja? Ja drops a 40-piece nugget. And I'm putting this on Murray, putting it on the backcourt, and putting it on the Spurs, man. Ja, everybody knows that's my guy. You know, Murray State, you know, told everybody years ago, had to fight people. Oh, we've seen this before. No, he hadn't. No, he hadn't. They got a phenom in Ja. Memphis, I think, you know, Memphis is still, I think, about a year, two years away. You know, um, if you look at the West, and I know we've kind of been football heavy here, and, you know, and a lot of it is, it used to be basketball heavy, but it's, you know, we'll try to keep everybody in a good mood instead of talking about the bad stuff that's surrounding us on East Houston. So, but the rest of the league, if you look at it, like I had in the docket, the Suns, they're showing that they're not a fluke from last year. I mean, they were the first team to 30 wins. Um, you know, they got a win on the road at Utah last night. I mean, Utah's leaking oil a little bit late. If anybody's paying attention, I think Donovan Mitchell's been out. I think he's dealing with some element. I don't think he played last night. I don't know if it was just rest or he's dealing with something. But they've been leaking oil. But back to Memphis. I mean, Memphis, I've told you, I like their coach. He's from the pop tree. He's from the Spurs. I, they remind me. Uh, I mean, we never had a John Morant talent at the backcourt position. Okay? And don't come in here with Tony Park and all that because, you know, Tony ain't John. You know, ain't Ja. I know he's missed the championship, got a lot of rings. Okay. Ja ain't got that yet, but I'm just talking about talent. But the truth of the matter is, they remind me of how the Spurs used to play. Like in regards to a young team coming up. Defense, situational defense. You know, when you have to get stops, as Pop used to call them on demand. You know, sometimes they could work it down the bigger. They got a young point. I mean, Memphis is, and keep in mind, I said this before weeks ago on this show. Hey, man, uh, we, we remember the battles in the grindhouse. Big Zach Randolph, Mark Gasol, them teams would slow down. Muck. Now, we're in a different NBA now. But my point is, look, I won't use the word quickly because I don't want to get in that debate, but look at Memphis. They've had to go and do another turnaround, and they had to go and form it to somebody else to get in the modern NBA. Okay? Not saying that's not what we're doing here, but how do they do it? How do you get a guy like John? You don't stay in no man's land. Don't stay in no man's land for years. That's how it happens. And you got to have a little luck. Got to have a little luck. This isn't the NFL. A lot this of is, luck. Yeah, this is not the National Football League where we know by week 14, Jacksonville or the Jets was going to be on the clock first. And then it'll be in Jacksonville on the clock and knocked out a team from stopping them going to playoffs in the division with being on the clock, the first overall pick. Okay, but the Spurs, they take one last night to Memphis. Lakers, you know, second game with Anthony Davis. They've got one tonight with Philly. I think it's a national televised TNT game. This is an interesting one for me because I want to say, hey, you know, Laker fans, I mean, we got some out here that's listened to the show for years. They've been quiet. I mean, they showed up when they came through the AT&T, but they're quiet with takes or whatever. Uh, you know, but I, I just feel the question I have with the Lakers, with a second game with Anthony Davis back. LeBron's been playing at a decent level for the most part of this season. You can't really knock it on him, but it just looks like this thing is not working together. But the question I have, can Lakers right the ship, and can they turn it around? I mean, they got a win against Brooklyn the other day. They put the uh, the spotlight on Brooklyn about their problems, and now you hear the Harden situation. Brooklyn's turning down calls for Harden. I was trying to tell Jonas, like, look, man, Harden ain't going to him. He can, he can go and get uh, two numbers. He can go and get three number twos. At Waterburger every day, three times a day. 
And, and, and I don't even think they got Whataburger in Brooklyn. But he can find a burger spot or whatever the hell he want to do, and at the end of the day, he ain't moving out of Brooklyn. They're not trading him. Everything that's saying that they're taking down offers because, again, you did not come here for Kyrie Irving. You came here for your rookie counterpart, Mr. KD. So it's just sit there and basically try to get your other brother under control. See if he wants to go get in line and get that booster. Well, he got to get the shot first. He ain't even had the regular shot. It's like me. Can't go get the booster anyway. Even though I think that boost is working wonders on people that I know that's gotten this like, oh, you know. But not, take, afterwards. But, but, but not discouraging anybody. I don't want to get Djokovic over here. I'm not discouraging anybody from getting it. Don't want to say I'm like that. I don't want to get banned, you know, from my own city. But, oh, Calvin's up there and telling us not to know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's kicking some people's ass, I know. But like, no, nah, I'm still rolling the dice, man. I'm still sitting here. I ain't crapped out yet. Been 18 months there. Knock on wood, you know. Next thing you know, y'all tune in. Where the hell's Calvin been, man? Where the hell is it? We got Doug Golly. Huh? He talked himself into it. But, no, that's a serious matter. But, anyway, okay, so back to Spurs. Look, man, 40-piece for my guy, Ja. That's on you, Murray. This is a thing, too. This goes back to the discussion, too, when even I've been sitting there, hey, man, we got an all-star in Murray. We got an all-star in Murray, which I think Murray has played all-star numbers. But when you see what Ja's doing and you start looking at the guards, and I think Sam alluded to this weeks ago, like, damn, who you? I mean, who is he leapfrogging in front of? I mean, I'm just trying to get him as a reserve. There's no way he's getting as a starter. I mean, not not with the guards in the way. He's not going to make it as a starter. But I feel like he's deservedly been the bright spot and basically had all star numbers. But that kind of shows you the level, you know, of where when you run it up against a backcourt like Ja, it's like okay. And I'm not trying to put all last night's last loss on Murray. But again, that's you know he's supposed to step up. And try to perform. What was his numbers last night, Jones? What was Murray's numbers last night? He didn't oh, get he a triple a, double. He did. He did? Yep. Yep. He, cool, what he was is it? now tied um, with David Robinson for the most triple doubles in a Spurs career. Now has doubled. He has ten this season. He uh-huh. has doubled David Robinson's most output of five in one season. And so. <clears throat> Yeah, and you have to look at it too. When you watch the game, he struggled throughout the entire first quarter into the first half. But when this is where I got to push back a little bit, I understand Jaw wanted him more, but Murray really turned it on down the stretch. But his final stat line uh, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists in 39 minutes. That's Murray's. That's Murray's. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not the type of numbers you want to have with Jaw coming to town. You want to take that challenge. Uh, but again, I think Memphis, back to my original point before we move on. Memphis is about a year or two away, uh, but they are going to be a tough out for anybody in the playoffs, whether it's Phoenix, whether it's Golden State, whether it's Utah. It's they're going to be it's it's going to be they're going to be a tough out. But I think realistically, they're about two years. They got to add maybe about one more piece or so to go along there to kind of have that big three with them two down there. But that um, they're impressive. So you got that rolling on. NBA, like I said, the Sixers will be hosting the Lakers tonight. That's a TNT game. Can the Lakers make it two in a row with Anthony Davis? Because the last time I heard, pretty much Vogel was fighting for his job, you know. So you got that going on. Also, like I said, we definitely got to talk about the coaches and the coaching hires. Um, college basketball continues to roll on. You know, we didn't really bring it up yesterday on the show, but, you know, UCLA got a big win against Arizona the other night. You know, Arizona has surprised a lot of teams in the Pac-12, but their schedule was kind of soft, but they ran up against UCLA and my boy Johnny Zuzang. That's what we need, man. We need a Johnny Zuzang down here. We 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 got to land one of these cats. I'm going to tell you, Spur fans need to really – we're creeping up on March Madness to be here before you know it. I mean, we're already about to enter in February, which is the shortest month, and it flies by all the time quickly. 
okay? And I've told you, all great people. I mean, I know Arge is enjoying his birthday, but all greatness, of if you look at the history, the greatness of 11, there's been a lot of great trend centers born in February. I tell you all that every year when it comes here. A lot of great people that are trendsetters and groundbreaking people that have been born in February. But anyway, I digress. Look, um, the um, football, and you know what? Another thing, too, when we get into football, because we'll get, we got Joe on, we'll get to him here after a while, but the other note that I want to talk about is we talk about the coaches, and we'll talk about the hires. Yes, Bears and Denver make their moves. I have my thoughts on Hackett. I know some Colts fans are happy about Eberfist going to Chicago. They think they're, he's horrible, but I've told AC every time, like, man, go look at what y'all's defense was before Eberfist got there, man. Y'all were ranked down. Like, he might have had an off denying, hey, you know, hey, we getting up these leads, Eberfist overrated. Go look what it was at Chuck Pagano in them last years. It was bad. And this shows you that Eberfist has been respected. Now, do I think he could have should have leapfrogged some people I know to get a job in Chicago? It's a head scratch a little bit, but like I told you, there's only 32 of them. Uh, but – the Dallas Cowboys, um, I know we talked in the last few days about this whole situation and trying to connect the dots with Sean Payton, uh, with Dallas. I, I will tell you this. Be careful what you wish for because the way I look at it is the genie's out of the bottle. It's out. If you look at all, if you take Sean Payton and you look at that press conference, you look at all the speculations going on, that is a story that is going to linger over Mike McCarthy and this whole team in 2022 to 2023 season next year. It's not going away, okay? On top of that, Dan Quinn has like seven interviews that he's done in the last few weeks. And he was one of the finalists out of three in Denver, okay, before they give Hackett the the, the deal this morning or late last night because he was on his way to Jacksonville uh, to interview but Dan Quinn went through at least seven interviews and sat there and say, man, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to stay here. Why is that? You know what that is? It's because, again, I didn't think Jerry's letting Kellen Moore out. And that's the thing. And I think when you get Dan Quinn his first year and you go from where Dallas' defense was last year to this year, that plays a factor. Or it's possible like, hey, just stay right here. If he trips over that court over there, it's yours. But the thing I would tell Dallas fans is that this could be the curse because this locker room, I've got a lot of faith in Dak, but this coaching staff with a young Keller Moore still, who I don't think is ready to be a head coach yet. Mike McCarthy, who people have wanted him out since maybe the day he got hired, wasn't sold on him afterwards. Do you can this coaching staff handle the pressures of Sean Payton and Dan Quinn that's with his hat backwards, that's up in the press box, calling defensive plays, staring down McCarthy's neck, just breathing on his neck. You know, like you packed like kind of like in a crowd and like where you had Nios and it's just packed and you just hear hot, you just feel hot breath on the back of your neck. Like, damn, Blanky, you back. I'm talking about pre-COVID and pre, you know, social distancing. I'm talking about pre-2020. Like 19, when you're in a pack and somebody just breathing down your neck. Can this coaching staff deal with this and then on top of that win the division again or make a deeper run? I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Like Sean Payton, that's one thing. But now you add Dan Quinn, who's turned down seven interviews to stay in Dallas. Those Sean is big enough. His name will be lingering, lingering. He will probably go into TV. I do believe that he basically wants to take a year off. I do believe there's been conversations, and I do believe Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones have to really look at the situation now and be like, you know what? Why wait a year? Do, or do we need to call up the phone to Mickey now? We can make this happen now. And, I, and that that's the direction you're going 
where Saints could be in a full rebuild because the Saints is coming and say, wait a minute, hold, hold my beer. Hey, Jacksonville, calm down. I know you, you drafted them. Everything's good, but we want – we now they've seek permission to talk to Brian Leftwich. The Saints have come in, according to Adam Schefter this morning, they want to – and I think they granted a request, hold a phone because now that's Brian Leftwich. And I see the Saints working, which I told you, you know, um, Mike Nolan – not Mike Nolan, but um, my uh, – who's my man? Uh, Dennis Allen. I told you that I would watch out for him as the break of glass in case of emergency. But I'll tell you, I like the idea of them wanting to sit down with Byron Leftwich because, for one, you're taking him within division. You're, you're minus by subtraction. You're taking him away from Tampa Bay. He's got that division intel. And not only that, you're pushing closer to Tom Brady just to call it a day and go hang out with Giselle and travel the world and go to her fashion shows and stuff. So I like that. Jacksonville do. But keep in mind back to Dallas. I don't know if they can handle that, man. That that's gonna be a story that's gonna be, I think, with this team and what we saw that could really affect them going in because those are two stories now, and those coaches, especially with Dan Quinn staying, that that's glooming over Mike McCarthy all year long for 18 weeks. And the only way you shut the noise is you going to play like this time of year where we at right now, getting ready to play for a conference championship or getting ready to go to a Super Bowl. That's the only way, man. 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. When we get back, we'll get to Joe's phone call. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just want to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like the Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sands spinning the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, man, before we get to Joe's phone call and we dive into some of these coaching hires um, in rumors, what do we got going out in Twitter's world or social media, Facebook world, what y'all call it? 
Yeah. 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 So uh, heading over to Twitter really fast. <laughs> Uh, Michael Esparza said, Johnny Juice, man, uh, I'm ready for him. I think this is your I don't your, know if his nickname is Juice, and I just said Juzang. He's probably making fun of me the way I'm pronounced. I butcher it on person because, oh, Johnny Juzang. And I'm not saying that's who the Spurs should get. I just think Johnny, I know Jonas just let me know the ESPN top whatever doesn't have him ranked that high. Hey, he made a name for himself last year through UCLA's run. I think he's going to get a lot of tournament time, TV time this year. Um, I definitely I wouldn't say he's one of the best players in this draft. No, I mean I haven't even got to that point yet. I'm just now diving into uh, my my nightly college dosage. So, uh, but yeah, for funny. what it, for what it's worth, at least the mock the latest mock drafts don't have the Spurs taking another guard. Um, <laughs> over on Twitter's too, we have uh, Doctor T Barton. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know she's a Steelers fan. Yes. And uh, she said, respectfully, in regards to Big Ben's retirement, he should have retired four to five years ago. On the dis- uh, transgressions that he has off the field, uh, he absolutely gets a free pass. I, I would have questioned yeah. why. Why, Jonas? Because, I mean, first of all, uh, shout out to Dr. T. Um, yeah, I know. And, and I guess, you know, also Dante, big fan of show. I know he bleeds silver and black. We, I've got some other guys that DM me that are still Curtain Nation. Look, we there's a guy that had to sit out all year because and no one wanted to touch him because basically he had a massage fetish. He had happy ending fetishes. Okay? Right. And he's never Deshaun's never gonna fully recover from that. When these charges are dropped in February, we're gonna rusty in the game is going to clear this in February. And nine and I'm no lawyer, I'm not playing one of he one he might have to one they might one charge might stick. He might have to sit, I don't know. Most likely they're going to be dropped or there's going to be a settlement. He will never cover totally from this. I believe he's going to be a better player from it. He's going to be a better focus cuz he knows he's got no choice to wherever he lands. Right. Wherever he goes, whether it's a contender of team rebuilding, he's going to have to be the best he can be because his image is torn and this is just off of 26 25 allegations with no proof and really no charges left. Ben was in a bathroom stall. Okay? A bathroom stall. At no not at a five-star hotel. Not in the Hamptons. Okay, it was like at a, it, it damn near could have been a truck stop, and I don't. I, it was so long ago. I don't know the details of it, but at the end of the day, there was claims from this lady. Then there was another incident that I don't. I don't know where this one took place at, um, but there was another allegation. The reason why is because Jonas, no one brings that up really, but him. But but no one when they talk about Ben, no one brings up hey, but you know, a perfect example. There's people that think that basically every time that they look at the Ravens or they see Ray Lewis, they think this guy kills somebody. Right. That, that, oh, so he got obstruction justice charge. He, he basically went to court. He was in shackles. We all know the story, Super Bowl at the time. At the end of the day, he was never charged with just obstruction justice. There are people that think Ray Lewis actually killed somebody. He has to this thing. So my point is there's been guys that basically have to deal with when they brought about their legacy. Oh man, Ray Lewis, he won the baddest lumber. Yeah, man, but he stabbed a dude. Well, well, it's just obstruction. No, I don't care. He killed him. Deshaun Watson, man, he's got 26. Man, them women, I don't care. That's 26. There's there's people that basically get criticized and get more heat than Ben. Ben has got a path. You can say whatever you want. 
You, you, can, you can pull the card out the deck if that's the way you want to go. You can say because it's the Steelers. You can say whatever. The bottom line is, Ben, this is never brought up, period. His ass was named in a book with Stormy Daniels and Trump through that whole scandal. And when CNN and Fiverr talking about that, no one even said, well, you know, Ben's kind of shady because he's, he's shady because he's got, he's, he's got somebody in the bathroom he stalled somebody. In the, no one brings it up. So yes, Doctor T's right. He got a. He gets a pass, but, man. But why like does ben. why does he get the pass though? I mean, we we just talked about the MLB Hall of Fame and and the things surrounding uh, Kurt Schilling off the field and Omar Vizquel, who is also on the ballot this year, dealt with his, is dealing with his off the field issues. We have as as Harge put yesterday, rapists and murderers and racists in the Hall of Fame. Off the field stuff. So you're asking so why is he getting all of this is all of this is tainting that even even like so, so why yeah so why would you give somebody who's gone through the off the field issues that Ben Roethlisberger why can't we talk about this why is it something that can't be a greater topic of discussion discussions because when we look back at the career you want me to of give Deshaun you- Watson in ten years. This this whole situation from from 2020 and 2021 is going is going to overshadow a lot of his accomplishments. I think. Do you want me to give you the Calvin Sabaz Abdul Ali answer? Oh, yes. why, why do you want do you want me to give you the Calvin Abdul Chabaz Ali? You want me to give you that? If you <laughs> Jonas is sitting here with glasses, and I know Jonas pretty good. I've known him for the last maybe the bond a lot for the last few years, so I know Jonas. So I can sit him as another guy. That's a little bit younger than me. Looks a little different to me. I can sit there and ask Jonas. You want me to give you the Jabaz answer? The, what do you think? The bottom line is, is that whether you want to go there, whether like say you say the Steelers, you can talk about basically, you know, he doesn't look like Cam Newton. He doesn't look like Deshaun Watson. You can go there. Whatever you want to say, Ben has been bulletproof when it comes to really having his legacy tainted. I've been on these airways defending years of Antonio Brown. I told you, speaking of Ben, I didn't like the way Ben kind of hung Antonio out to bribe. Ben pretty much talked down to Antonio, whatever. Now, this is before Antonio went off the deep end like he has since the Raiders, Tampa Bay, what we say. Right. This is a guy that I've said that without a doubt in the last two years, based off of his antics, just being crazy, just either getting stuff with either baby mama drama, whatever, not really not killing nobody. He ain't been accused really of rape. He's been accused of, I think, his chef not paying. Maybe there was, a, I don't know if there was assault thing, sex thing. I don't know. There was a whole but, hotel but, but, issue. But yeah. at the end of the day, I've told you, he has, he's got Hall of Fame numbers and he has pissed his Hall of Fame away from where he's staying, that's going to stain him these next three years. And that's not even on the level of Ben getting accused of whatever he did in that bathroom stall. Exactly. And so because we're going to have this conversation over the next three years, periodically, as to when that time comes, if Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer, and that conversation, because of his, in the the the, the morning hours of his retirement, that's what we're having right now, now is the time to start holding him accountable for what he did. So so I, I understand... The the pass that he maybe get maybe it's a white privilege pass whatever if you want to okay. go to that go that way you said it I but didn't. I'm but I'm trying I'm trying now to say this is how we change that moving forward we hold start holding Ben accountable now there you go because we've got these other players that have to deal and, with that and, themselves. I know, there you go bingo but you said it and I did I was trying to give you the word the clues like playing charades like hey man hey what do you think say you finally yeah there you go. There you go. Chemistry's coming around. Hey, but you know what? The bottom line is this. I hate to do this on this guy's day. I really do. Because I got re- I've been accused forever. Even before I got in this business, I've been accused of being an in-closet Pittsburgh fan. If they, And everybody knows I've never had another memorabilia. I've never bought anything. There's nothing in my closet 
that's ever touched, single and related, that's been not that blue and orange. I just, I'll buy other colors from other NBA, whatever. Went to never. The only thing in my closet that's NFL that's not it. I'd have to go back years ago when you used to work when you gave me that Almo Browns backers T-shirt. That's the only thing that's still hanging in the closet. Never put it on though. Okay, didn't fit. But anyway, I never put it on. So, therefore, I've never put anything on except blue and orange. So, no, I rode with Ben. I used to defend him. I hate to do this on his day. It, it, you're right, Jonah. It will pick up because now it's going to be, hey, what's Ben's legacy? This, uh, we can go by the time we get home, 6 o'clock Sports Center tonight, Fox, whichever one you watch, somebody will probably, hey, Calvin talked about that earlier. People, somebody out there will start talking about that. Hate to do it on his day, but everybody's got to deal with it, man. Everybody that's played that position that looks a certain way, they've had to deal with it, and it's a lot less. I'm just saying he's got a pass. It's not even brought up, you know. Um, you hear more about him going through the windshield on the motorcycle early yeah. on that cost him some game more than you hear about this whole situation. What you got, Sam? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all just mentioned the nightclub incident, right? Yeah. The what was year, the other one? The nightclub incident, it ended up the local, If I think I remember, the, the local DA dropped those charges because there wasn't enough evidence. Okay. But the year before was when the uh, hotel employee of some resort there in Lake you go. Tahoe, the, the Lake yeah. Tahoe, yeah, yeah. accused him of sexual ass- assault and then... Uh, she ended up going into a, a mental asylum for a while because uh, she was battling depression after it, and then right. that got settled out of court. Okay, I knew there was an. I knew about the because that always stood out the bats and stuff. That that's and okay there, but it was the Lake Tahoe. There you go. That was the other one. I couldn't remember what the other one. I knew he at least had two. But you're right, Joe. I think now you start getting. Does it keep him out of the Hall of Fame? No. I mean, he's going in first ballot. I mean, he's going to be retired. His number's going to be retired in Pittsburgh. It should. Um, he'll be up there in ring somewhere, and he'll be first-time ballot, without a doubt. I'm just saying those things would been – I mean, hell. I mean, let, let, I mean, let's just take the race thing out for a little bit. Let's look at Brett Favre. I mean, that guy's got – I mean, Ben's got two rings, should have three, one from Mendenhall's ass, and Aaron would be – Aaron really should be thanking Mendenhall wherever his ass is at. I know Mendenhall's had some weird comments over the years and 9-11 and all that, but he need to be sending him some because if he didn't, he's, his record would really look nasty. But anyway – Look at Brett Favre. Favre, that's Brett Favre, Caucasian quarterback. And when Brett was doing his thing, what do people talk about? Besides the whole retirement, Brett's addiction to painkillers. Brett had to answer that, man. Like, Brett, I mean, I'm just saying, for whatever reason, Ben, whether it's the Rooney family, whether it's the, they got the most Super Bowls tied with the Patriots, whatever the case may be, Ben has never had to answer these questions. And like I said, even when his ass was brought up in a book from Stormy Daniels, Miss Porn Chick herself and the whole Trump thing, no one even brought up like, dang, you know, Ben's been kind of shady. He's hanging out with that group. Oh, and he was accused of this at Lake Tahoe. And all. I'm just telling you. But hey, man, congratulations on a good good, good cure, man. With all that said, I know I took this time like, hey, it's his day. How, what is his rank? Where do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Where does he rank the greats? Um, definitely looked at the position different. I mean, his body... I mean, the difference between Ben, you know, Ben Ben wasn't eating kale ice cream, man. I mean, Tom, I mean, you saw it. Like, Bill liked to, I mean, Ben liked to drink. He liked to party. Had I mean, I, I, I know the generation, young generation, they talk about man bods. I mean, I don't know if Ben, if you would have considered Ben even as proud of man bod. But Ben, he wasn't Tom. He ain't sitting there like, hey, man, I got to go. I, I got to work out. I can't eat this. Ben partied. And, the, and then you saw it. The difference of him playing his level still even if you look at an Aaron Rodgers, because it's the different how you take care of your body. It's just the way in life. Us that battle health problems daily, you know, weight problems daily. It's it's the same thing. Ben, 
He just wasn't going to sacrifice like that. He could play, so credit to him. I knew Ben was, and not only that, Ben played in a time, I don't know if people remember, think about them Tennessee Titans and Baltimore Ravens versus Pittsburgh matchups were some of the physical, most physical football oh, yeah. that NFL films have recorded. And you got to think the pounding. I'm talking. I've seen Ben play with his nose smashed in, broken nose. Just put God's get. But before we had the independent neurologist sitting on the sideline saying, "Hey, tap that guy out. He's got to come out." Ben has been his body, man. He, those were battles, man. They fought battles, and his body, and and due to the fact he was able to play 18 years, hats off to him. But he kind of changed it. I mean, you hear a lot of people even look like, "Hey, Josh Allen in the pocket reminds me of a Ben. His size." You know, guys, big guys that the quarterback position that has been drafted since him, people always go, well, that's a Ben moving. You can never Lowering bring him down. the shoulder, taking on a linebacker. And yeah. I'll tell you one thing. He's not the GOAT in quarterbacking because we know who that is, and then you got to go to Joe Montana, all that. But I'll tell you, Ben is the GOAT at the pump fake. I don't see how I, – I, there's not a quarterback that I've seen in my lifetime that could sit there in the middle of guys that are trying to knock your head off in a pocket collapsing. You can pump fake it, but your hands are that big that you can pump fake it and that ball does not come out. Like, I haven't seen anybody be able to do – go through the – yes, there's quarterbacks that pump fake and move the defender over, the safety over, but I'm talking about in a real throwing motion – Coming all the way down and not releasing that ball out and not dropping it and then hit it. He's one. He's the best to ever do that in my eyes. But no, man, definitely Hall of Fame career, or whatever. But I just had to tell the whole story. I love Ben, but just tell the whole story, man, because Ben got a, in his last few years. And, and shout out to uh, Miss Doctor T for being honest. That's a true fan that can be honest for the team. She believes like, hey, yeah, you get a pass. In the last few years. Um, done a lot of finger pointing too, man. He's thrown a lot of teammates on the bus. He's been accused of not being, yeah, accused of not really being a good teammate. You know that was kind of Antonio Brown's kind of deal. He he, I think he woke up after Antonio left and Le'Veon went like, hey man, maybe the problems with me. Let me try to be a good teammate the last few years. You know, was trying to do everything to help Juju. Hey, come come on, Juju. You know, watch them. But again. You know, he and also I felt like he did take advantage a little bit of be, about being Ben to the Rooney family organization. He strung on a lot. You know, I don't want Haley anymore. Get Todd Haley out of here. What do you mean, Ben? He just, what do you, I don't want Todd Haley. I want somebody to pass the ball. They done, Pittsburgh was about Jerome Bettis, Franco Harris, play defense, run the ball. They changed the way they played offense for generations because of Ben. Because Ben's like, man, I want to chuck it across the yard. You know? You know, from the University of Ohio, you know, small school. I mean, yeah, definitely Hall of Famer, but he got warts, and he got a story. We got to tell the story, and I would tell it, especially especially if I had to. I would love to tell Ben's story and my man American Greed's voice. Everybody watch American Greed? That guy there, man, it makes you feel like the bar. That When I look at that, that makes me feel like, damn, man, am I, am I doing everything right? Somebody after me, he because the other guy that makes you nervous watch like, hey, he's one of this. I can tell you in that voice, I'll tell you Ben's story in that voice. Ben's got a pass. He's first-time ballot, man. He's first-time ballot, but he's got a story. He's got warts, and he has gotten a pass, you know, for that. When we get back, we're going to get to Joe's phone call. We're going to talk a little Spurs. Uh, talk about these coaching hires, man. I've got Y'all know you got my opinion on one of them for sure. We'll talk about what the Bears do, who's left out there. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is presented by HazelScottOnline.com. We'll be back. <laughs> 